Today, in episode 67, I'm going to tell you the latest from a few race companies. I do a short gear review, and I give you some great exercises to keep your balance on the road and trail. Stay tuned. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi there. Welcome to episode 67. Yep, we are still under the whole quarantine, and I wanted to give a shout out to all the race companies who are going through hard times, just like the rest of us, and it's really difficult when you can't do races or when you have to switch up your races, when you have to cancel them, or we defer, or switch them to virtuals, or all that kind of fun stuff. So I got in contact with a few race companies. I wanted to see what was going on with them, and I got back three responses. I asked uh, three questions, but I got back some responses to see what was happening with them, and I wanted to read their responses and so I'm going to do that right now. And the first one was Double Dog Ultras, who are in Virginia. Tony Aurelio got back to me. Uh, she said, thanks for reaching out. Luckily, we have not been affected by COVID-19 and don't anticipate we will. We're extremely grateful. It's a huge bummer for the spring and summer race directors as runners. Such a tough situation. If anything, we might adjust the prerequisite 50-mile finished to enter the 100 miler because of all the cancellations. We haven't made a decision, but it will be a discussion we have as a planning team. And I'm going to have the information and the contact, the website, and all that fun stuff for the companies that I was in contact with on the website. And that's Devil Dog Ultras. And then Coastal Trail Runs, Lang responded back. And she said, Coastal is converting all their races through June to virtuals. She said they're busy doing multiple jobs. It sounds like they're busier than ever. Work 4.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. Parent 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Teacher 8.30 to 2.30 p.m. And zombie 2.30 p.m. to passing out. She also said that Anthony Dunnigan ran a 100-mile race to raise funds for the Bay Area COVID-19 Relief Fund. Exciting and inspiring to follow. So that is very good. Well done, Anthony. And their website information will be on mine as well. And the Bay Trail Runners, Rob Rhodes, is the race director. And this is what he says. He's had to cancel two races, the Whiskey Hill Redwood Run in March and the Mountain Brewhouse 50K in April. All registrants for both races were given a full credit for the new dates on for another race should they not be able to attend the rescheduled date. I recently moved to Sebastopol, California, and have been out exploring different road routes to run. All the parks and trail systems here in Sonoma are closed, so for now my trail running days have come to a standstill. I'm also an avid photographer who enjoys shooting landscapes. Luckily, there's no shortage of beautiful places in Sonoma to photograph while I keep within the boundaries of my community. Podcasts are a great way to spend an hour or two listening to trail and ultra news, interviews with elites or any other notable within our sport. And you can listen to this one, too. (laughs) YouTube has become helpful. 
I have been engrossed with vintage Slayer and Judas Priest videos. Yeah, Rob. Rob and I are, like to talk about metal. <laughs> the trail racing business is in a wait-and-see mode. Since the parks in San Mateo County, Sonoma County, and Mid-Peninsula Regional Open Space have either closed or limited the amount of visitors, I have not been able to communicate with the rangers or staff in any of the, uh, their offices. My next race is scheduled on September 20th, so hopefully by then there will be an end to this crisis. I've been working on a new race in Sebastopol called the Gravenstein 8-Hour. I mapped out a two-mile trail circuit that runners will complete as many times as they can in eight hours. Sonoma Regional Parks has given me the go-ahead to host it on November 1st, but it is hard to tell what might happen over the next few months leading up to it. We shall see. Okay, well, good luck to all three of you, and all the contact information will be on the website. Thank you so much for that. And really, if any of you race companies want to contact me and tell me what's going on with you, I will would love to talk about it. On the podcast, I'll bring it up next week if you get in touch with me in the next few days after this comes out. As long as it's soon enough that I can get it on the recording, I will. If not, I'll just add it on the, the week after. You know, as soon as you can is better. It's always better. Earlier the better, <laughs> as I always say. So that would be really cool. I really want to support all the, the race companies. It means a lot, and we need to keep them in business. We don't want to see any, any race companies go out because of this. That would be really sad because we need all, all you guys. We need to keep everybody up and support them all because they all rule, and we love you all. And now, after the break, I'm going to come back and talk about balancing, how important getting strong for the road or trail is important. So, Stay tuned for a balancing exercise. Oh, and, a, and also a quick gear review. One of my pet peeves is soft-sided bottles. I usually, and I said usually, so you know what's coming up, I usually really dislike soft-sided bottles. They just fall apart on me. They fall apart really quickly. I have actually found one that I like. It's produced by Nathan, and now I'm not getting paid for this or anything. I haven't gotten anything free. I bought this bottle. It's by Nathan, and it's a soft-sided bottle, but I like it. I really, really like it. I've used it for a while, so it's actually lasted, and it's withstood uh, my use, and I'm really hard on equipment, trust me. It doesn't have the it, – it's super easy to use. The top, which is called – the nipple, it, you don't have to pull it up so it won't break easily. You just have to just squeeze it with your teeth and, and it'll come out. And uh, there's there's like this, um, what's nice about it is that there's this plastic thing in the back of it. So it, it actually stays straight when you're using it. And even when it gets a little bit um, less full, it doesn't like totally collapse on you, which is I like. I appreciate that feature. So if you're looking for a soft-sided bottle that doesn't suck, this actually, this bottle doesn't suck. So the Nathan soft-sided soft 532 milliliter bottle, it's 18 fluid ounces. It's pretty cool. So it, and it you know, they're expensive. All the soft, all the bottles, soft-sided bottles are expensive. But this one isn't as bad. I mean, my Ultimate Direction one, I, I broke it, during a race, during a 50k race, I destroyed the the nipple on the top. It 
just came apart. This one I can see lasting for a long time, and I'm going to buy another one as soon as I can. So this one doesn't suck. So if you want a good one that'll last, this will last. So go out and get it. You may have seen the free shave secret samples in your race swag bags. Maybe you weren't too sure, so you didn't try any. Let me tell you, I did, and I was amazed by how great this product is. I've purchased Shave Secret myself, and it changed my shaving forever. Ladies, guys, razors are expensive, and if we can find a better way to shave, let's do it. Shave Secret uses a preparation to soften the whiskers, making it easier for the blade to get a clean, close shave. Shave Secret is comprised of a proprietary blend of all natural oils and fragrances. It's not comprised of chemicals or preservatives. A small bottle will last a long time, so it's not expensive. Shave Secret is a small American company employing Americans producing every batch in the U.S. They're a little company doing big things to help you with a great shave. You can find them at Walmart, regionally at H-E-B or Wegmans Grocery, or online at Amazon.com and ShaveSecret.com. Enter MRTW at checkout and receive a 10% discount just for my listeners. And you can find the link for Shave Secret at my website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. Sometimes when I'm in a Facebook group or something, I hear from a couple runners, mostly trail runners, but sometimes road runners. Oh, I fall a lot. I can't help it. I'm just naturally clumsy. Well, no, it really isn't that. Sure, there are the accidents that we can't help. Somebody runs into us, we fall, or or just something happens, uh, we're off, or something like that. But falling is mostly from either the muscle strength in the legs isn't strong enough, or we're running improperly for the surface that we're on. And a lot of times in trails, it's we're not running properly for that surface. We're not paying attention or something. And in road running, I, I noticed that especially a lot of beginners or who do a lot of the run walk, they shuffle. And what, what happens when you shuffle is, is you're not lifting your, you're not using your quad muscles and your quad muscles are in your, are your, the front muscles, the big strong muscles in the front of your thigh. You should use those and your glute muscles in your butt to lift your legs up. A lot of times when you shuffle, you're only using your, your calves more than anything else. And that's why your calves get so, um, get so sore because they're doing all the hard work and you're shuffling. You're not lifting your legs far. So your feet get tripped up. And and that happens a lot, especially beginner runners or or runners who really haven't been experienced that much. They don't go far. They're super slow. I, I shuffle when I get really tired in races. I find myself, my legs get tired and I shuffle. So I am guilty of it myself. But in trail running, that can be really bad, and you can fall a lot if you start shuffling, especially on really tricky technical trails. And technical trails are the single track trails with a lot of roots, a lot of rocks. They can be really, really hard and dangerous if you start falling a lot. So I wanted to address that today and to address some ways to get yourself from not falling so much. And in, in the beginning trail running episode, I already did that. I addressed ways to get yourself moving a little bit more, to think of trail running as very different from road running, to pick your feet up. So uh, I'll talk about that a little bit first, and then some exercises that you can get into to do more. Um, 
Now, I had a one of the ways in trail running, you have to pay attention. You have to pay a lot more attention to the trails. You can't be, you know, just looking off. Your, your mind can't wander off thinking of, of all kinds of different things when you're in a trail. You really have to pay attention, especially in single file, eh, single file, single track, sorry, single track trails. You really have to pay attention. You have to look down a little bit. I'm not saying stare at looking down, but look down a little bit where you're going and go a little slower if you're real super fast. Go a little bit slower and look where you're going and pick your feet up. This can get really tricky if it's fall and all the leaves are on the ground covering up what might be on the ground that you're stepping on. So just be careful. Go a little slower. Take your time. It's okay. It's fine. There's no hurry. Unless you're in a race and you're racing someone, then you might have to be a little bit more daredevilish. But anyway, so just... So, okay, just take your time, just get it done, just make sure because it'll take you more time if you fall, really. It might take you months of recovery if you fall and hurt yourself. Just think of it that way. So you're just going along, and especially if you're going up, up hills or down hills, you want to take a little bit more time. I had, I remember having, the only time I, I had a real bad fall was in the headlands. I had a really, really bad fall because I was going down a particularly nasty part of the coastal trail and my legs were so tired. I, I was done with that part, but my legs were so tired. I wasn't paying attention. I dragged my feet and tripped over a tiny little rock and landed on my head. Really, I was so glad I did not get a concussion. I must have a hard skull, but I got a big bump on my forehead. It was really bad. I, I was very sorry for a few days. Oh, you don't want to do that. So, so other than p picking up your feet, what you want to do is you, you want to, before you start your exercises, you want to be in bare feet. So it's always better when you do balancing exercises to take your shoes off. You can be sock feet or you can be just barefoot. If you're in the gym, sock feet. I'm sure people don't want you in your bare feet, really. But in, in your bare feet is fine. Your sock feet is fine. And you want to stand straight up. And like they say, you want to stand like there's an invisible string running running from your head up, like you're a little puppet or something. <laughs> anyway, so just stand as straight as you can and um, make sure that, that your weight is balanced in the middle part of each foot so that you're, you feel balanced. And moving up, your knees should not be locked. They should be, be a little bend, and your back should be a little arched and your shoulders relaxed, okay? So... What you first want to do is you want to start with a single leg about stance. So you want to balance on, on one leg. And you want to just lift your lift the other leg up just a little bit, just like four or five inches off the ground. And you want to hold that for 10 to 30 seconds. Have the wall next to you or a chair or something to grab onto if you need to. Just hold it. If you can hold it for 30 seconds, that's great. And just do the other one. If you can only hold it for 10, just try it. A few times, do it every day, practice it a little bit. It's just simple little exercise. Just just try it. Now, to make it 10 times harder, do the same thing, but close your eyes. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. And I was looking at all the different balancing exercises for runners. Nobody suggested this, but I do this. It's really difficult because your whole your your focus is is thrown away it's gone 
And make sure you do have something to grab onto because you'll need it. And if you can do this for 20 seconds, you have really good balance. It's true. If you can hold it for 20 seconds without grabbing onto something, you have excellent balance. So good for you. So you've got your, just your single leg stance and your single leg stance, eyes closed. All right, that's two. The third one is walk heel to toe. Now, this is the one that, that the police give you when they think that you've been drinking to see if you're sober. So you want to stand and you want to walk with one foot. You just take a step and you put it right in front of the other with the t heel to the toe, just one in front of the other, and just walk as straight a line as you can. So you just want to do that and, and just put your arms out to balance you. And it's it's not that simple if you if you want to make a very straight line. It's It's pretty difficult to make that real nice straight line so just do that and that gives you really nice balance in a really and think think that you're on like one of those balance beams that the gymnast girls use it's real it's not easy <laughs> yeah don't try to do any flips or anything no do not do that next one is called rock the boat and you want to stand with your feet hip wide apart and you press your weight firmly and equally in the middle of each feet. So it's it's kind of, you want to go in the middle part of the, of the foot. You want to yield your weight onto your left foot and lift your right leg with bent knee. You want to hold that for five seconds and then slowly bring it down and repeat with the other side. Lift the left leg up and repeat that 10 times. So you just want to do that, just continually lifting each leg up and doing that. That's like the single leg stance it changes it dramatically quickly and that kind of gives you a different point of balance so that's very helpful toe taps are great because you can do those anytime toe taps you stand straight just as i explained and you point your right toe out in front and then you point it out it point it to the side with your leg straight you point it out in front then to the side and to the back so three, there's three points, front, side, back. And you want your leg as straight as you can be. So you do that three times with each leg, front, side, back. And you want to put your hands on your hips so you can put them to the side, whichever will give you balance. And you can do it quickly if you want to give yourself a little bit more of a challenge. And then if you want even more of a challenge, you can have um, an exercise elastic band, an exercise elastic band on there. You can either put the band near your knees or you can put it near your ankles, whichever you want. That will give you a little bit more of a challenge because it makes it a little bit harder, obviously. And that helps a lot. And then now, as you, those are the easier ones. And then if you want to take it a bit further, you can. But those are really nice to do. They're simple, they're easy, but they do help you with your balance a lot. Then one of my favorite exercise in the whole world is the single leg Romanian deadlift. This is my all-time favorite exercise. I, I just love this. It's just really fun. You can do it weighted or you can do it without weights. If you're at home, just do it without weights. Just give yourself a little bit of space because you kind of need it. And I, I've talked about this before, I think in my strength training exercise, my strength training episode exercise, episode before. So I won't get too much into it. But it's really good one. Now, you know, it's funny, too, because as I was looking up exercises, different ones that I talked about previously for this episode, I noticed that this 
exercise was listed in about five or six different running websites, but each one called it something different. <laughs> no, its proper name is single leg Romanian deadlift. It's been in the weight lifting world for a long time, but each running website called it something different. It's weird. You don't have to rename it. Just call it what it is. You didn't invent it. You didn't found it. It's been around a long time. It's like making a wheel and thinking you invented it and calling it a toaster. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's already there. It's been there. Love it. It's great. It's awesome. But it's been there a while and people have been doing it for a long time. So the, the right way to do it is with the weight, with your body weight on the right leg, you can start bending forward and lift your left leg straight in the back. And you want to keep your left leg straight in the back as much as possible. You want to bend forward, forward with a straight back. And you want to keep your hands uh, forward too. You want to keep them straight. So they're going to go down towards the ground as you bend forward. If you're not holding any, any weights, you're going to go down towards the ground. So if you're holding a dumbbell or kettlebell, kettlebell, and I like holding one that's heavier, you want to hold it equally in front of you with both hands. So that will go towards the ground. You can look at weightlifting YouTube videos to show you how to do it. There's some really nice ones on there. Lateral lunge to balance. You want to stand with your feet hip width. Just make sure that they're the right way. And you're going to do it like you would a regular lunge, but to the side. So you want to step out with the right foot, keeping your left leg straight. You want to low, lower your right leg into the lunge stance. And you want to push off into the standing position. You want to repeat each side 10 times. Do them slowly. Don't do them quickly. Make sure that you are in proper stance. Make sure that your knee is not way over your toes you want they they should be in line with your toes because if they go over your toes that's how you get injured so just make sure that you have the right proper stance and that's a really nice one you do each each side 10 times that's perfect and each one of these should be repeated 10 times each side you don't need to do more than one or two um sets really you don't have to do a ton of sets of these it's not necessary Side arm extended plank. Now the side planks are, are kind of are hard, but this is a little different one. This is not one you're going to do on your elbows. You're going to go on the plank stance, but you're going to put your arm out straight. And you're going to hold yourself up with a straight arm. and Just keep yourself like in balance with your arm straight. Now if you want to make it a little bit even more so, you want to do a side extended arm extended plank with your leg lift. So you, you go with your arm out and then you want to lift that, lift your, your leg that's resting up. And that's really hard. <laughs> you can lift your leg up 10 times. <laughs> that's super hard, but that will really give you some balance and give you some strength in your, in your core too. I'll tell you that's tough. So you, you can do that one. Um, single leg squats. Single leg squats are hard for me. They're super hard. I like to do them um, holding like near a bar so I can get down a little bit, a little bit um, farther if I've got like, if I've got like somewhere to 
where I don't lose my balance because I sometimes lose my balance when I do those. The single leg squats are, are really, really good. I like to hold my leg that I have up. You can do them with the leg in the back or the leg in the front. It doesn't really matter. You can do them and have a railing near your chair or the or the wall or something. Um, the BOSU ball is really um, it's really your friend, and you can because it's it's called because it's both sides. You can use the the side. There's the flat side, which is the more difficult side, or the rounded side, and you can do uh, squats on there with both legs, or you can do single leg squats on there, whichever you want. If when we are able to go back to the gym, you can start using those. Or if you're lucky enough to have a BOSU ball at home, you can use your BOSU ball at home. And that will give you some really, really nice exercise time on those. So those are really nice ways to get a little bit stronger for the trails, a little bit more so. But really, you shouldn't be falling a lot. Like I said, once in a while, we all stop paying attention. Once in a while, we all have a trip up. But if you're falling a lot, there is something uh, you can't that can be done about it. So don't give up and don't stop trail running because of it. Uh, just get a little stronger and get a little bit uh, better to handle it. Okay. And that is it for the show. And thank you so much. I really appreciate you listening. And if you want to check out everything, including the Patreon page, you go to my website at Martha Runs the World. And if you have any questions, any comments, or suggestions for future shows, you can email me at MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And see you next week. Until then, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.